Reach for the sky, boy. for another week of the PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast. It is Saturday night. I'm Elio. He's Ben, although right now, for this week, I am a character called Benny because the stupid Zoom updated and my screen is all out of whack. I don't know what's going on, if I have to restart something or what. Ben, how is it going? How's your week been? Um, well, very good, other than the fact that I'm looking at Chucky's demented distant relative. <laughs> now, now that, that puppet, okay, is from a movie called Benny Loves You. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, and I'll, I'll explain to you what that is, because when I heard about it, I'm like, you know, this can't be a real thing, right? Well, yeah, I, I looked it up. When I looked it up, it was a real thing. It's a horror movie, comedy horror movie from 2019 called Benny Loves You. And here is the synopsis. Are you ready? No, but go ahead anyway. <laughs> Jack, a man desperate to improve his life, throws away his beloved childhood plush toy, Benny. It's a move that has disastrous consequences when Benny springs to life with deadly intentions. Oh. Yeah, that was a that was a mistake. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> oh dear! That that sounds like an award winning an award winning film. Well, yeah, how how many stars out of ten do you think it would this would have got? Maybe two. Actually, this one got five out of ten. <laughs> That's surprising. <laughs> All right. Okay, so um. Basically, we have the usual. We have this weekend wrestling, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, AEW. We I found a couple of things for you on TikTok, and of course, we have wrestling roulette. Absolutely, and um, you know, just when we thought that we would have a normal show and not have to be on the air for two hours, although we will not be on the air for two hours, I'm bound and determined. Yeah. Um, but you know. This week was was by no means a, a, a regular week in uh, pro wrestling, folks. And, um, you know, unless you live under a rock, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, and before we get into before we get into any of the of the details, um, El- Elio, you and I were talking about this a little bit right before we hit record. Um some of the coverage surrounding uh, Jay Briscoe's very unfortunate passing earlier this week um, is, has been absolutely disgusting. Yep. Um, and um, namely from one uh, website in specifically at which we were not. No, uh, should should we uh, call him out on air? Well, no, I mean, I'm not going to give them the time no, of day. No, but, you know what? We're not going to give them any, uh, any plugs. But you, know, but you know what, folks? Um, the, the content of what we're talking about, just to give you some 
some understanding. A lot of a lot of websites that I that I saw posted the official uh, police statement um, surrounding um, Jay Briscoe's uh, passing and the circumstances around it, and that was fine because that was a, a official uh, statement. But uh, this particular uh, thing that we're talking about, um, this website posted a minute by minute update of like you know the accident and like the, the reports fuck? surrounding his his death and I just I found that to be absolutely uh disgusting. Nobody nobody needs that. No, nobody wants to see that anyway. Um so so yeah it's just so on one hand, we saw like the, the best of the IWC because everybody like came together and 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 um, really uh, really celebrated Jay. Um, and honestly, I did not know that he was. I I mean, I didn't know any, anything really about Jay uh, personally outside of the fact that he was from my neck of the woods and and. Um, and um, you know all the wrestling accolades and stuff like that in the Ring of Honor because I have followed that closely, um, and and of course you know the year that he he had in 2022 with FTR you know and and various other things just tearing it down being a career year. I mean this is a this is an extremely unfortunate circumstance. But it was it was just very very nice to see people come together, and then you have like the outlier assholes um, who make the decision to post something uh, of that nature, and it's just it's just it's not necessary, folks. No, nope. like at all. So um, before we get into the um the week in wrestling, uh, let me just um. Let me just open the floor up to Elio uh, real quick. Do you have any um, any comments about um, Jay Briscoe before we get going? Uh, no, just a really, it's just a sad, unfortunate uh, thing that happened. Uh, and I'm, I'm glad we got to cover uh, one of the greatest matches that Briscoe has had with FTR at Supercard of Honor. Yeah, and um, you know, and, and the Briscoes have been one of my favorite tag teams for a long time. You know, and I, uh, sorry, I have his Wikipedia open right now, and this is pretty sad because his birthday is on January twenty fifth. Yeah, so he was he was just shy of his thirty uh, ninth birthday, and. Um, and um, actually, his brother's birthday was the day after he died. So that, that this whole thing was very unfortunate. And on top of all that, you know, his two daughters were in the car with him and got significantly injured as well. So all, all oh, the way around. Oh, there we go. When you said your neck of the woods, Salisbury, Maryland. Yes. Um. So all the way around, this situation just sucks. But but let me uh, let me bring up some some really positive uh, things. Not not that there's anything positive about his actual passing, but just some of the some of the cool things that I 
that, that I got to see and kind of read about about this guy. Um, um, I was um, I was listening to uh, Jim Cornette, and um, and he was and he was saying how he he read this email that he got he got on the air from from somebody who was from the the Briscoe's town. Uh, and um, and they said how everybody was just absolutely devastated, not not because of um, you know who they were in in the public eye or in professional wrestling, but just just because of like who who Jay was as a person and like how how good of a guy he was and. Um, how he was always there to help out in the co community, like in the school, uh, you know, with stuff surrounding his daughters and just was always there for people, always, always smiling. And, um, you know, and as a matter of fact, the town was, was so uh, moved uh, by, by this tragic event that they closed schools um th that day um in observance of his death so so this you know on screen you know these these guys you know it, we know how they look i mean they look like backwoods i'm gonna kill you you know kind of like don't fuck with me horror movie characters kind of thing but um but apparently, um, Jay and his entire family are just very good, um, soft-hearted family people. And it was just, it was so nice to see the universal outpouring of love from from everybody. You know, it's like Kevin Owens had awesome things to say. Sami Zayn had wonderful things to say. You know, we saw on SmackDown, uh, the Viking Raiders, um, Wore armbands in their match with um with uh, Drew Drew McIntyre and uh, Sheamus, um and uh, AEW had people wearing um uh, armbands and we'll get more into the AEW side of, of stuff once we get to the Dynamite review because I do have something to say about that. Actually, I just want to read a couple of things here because since I have this page open, go ahead. So, Combat Zone World Tag Team Champions with his brother, Extreme Rising Match of the Year with the Briscoes versus the Blackout versus Los Dramaticos. Uh, Extreme Rising Moment, uh, Briscoes debut in a cage match, Full Impact Tag Team Champions, GCW Tag Team Champion, House of Glory Impact Jersey All Pro, NWA, uh, New Japan. So he was ranked number seven in the PWI 500. Justifiably. In uh in 2015, and also he's been in, he's uh, been pro wrestling Noah GHC Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Champion. Yeah, so so obviously, um, you know, the Briscoes um carved their own path and their own a legacy, and they definitely. Along with FTR, you know, and FTR gets a lot of love. Uh oh. Or is is you know, 
wonderful. Um, you are, know, you there, but, are you there? You, gl- you glitched for like a minute. Yes, I am. Okay. Um, Go ahead. But, you know, but for me, the, the Briscoes are right up there with FTR as being like the best tag team right now. Uh, and, and this this whole entire uh, situation just sucks. Yeah. Um, you know, there's really not too too much more we can say. But you know, for for as ugly as the IWC can be, sometimes it was just. I'm not sure when I cut out, but um, I was just saying like how how nice it was to to have so many people universally come out and. and Acknowledge wonderful memories and and what a great person he was. So that that was that was really cool. And um, you know, I I really I really feel for his brother in particular. Um, you know, because that it, you know that was his whole career. So I mean, I'm sure he cares more about the fact that his brother is gone, and and that's where the uh, that's where the um, attention should be. Mm-hmm. Much more, much more than on actual professional wrestling, but um, you know, I uh, I just hope that everybody can uh, rally around Mark and the rest of the Briscoes just as much as they rallied around Jay's memory this week. So um, that's all we're gonna say on um, Jay Briscoe because I'd I'd rather not um, I, I'd rather not read police reports and go down that rabbit hole because I I don't think that that's necessary, um, you know. And and quite frankly, I think that that's uh, disrespectful as well. So um, we're gonna avoid that and just um, you know carry on a, as um, normally as we can here tonight. And um, you know certainly uh, rest in peace, Jay Briscoe, and. Um, yeah, I think um, I think I think we're gonna add some of the uh, Jay Briscoe uh, entrance theme to uh, the the intro to this show as a tribute, uh, similar to what we did with uh, Scott Hall. If that's if that sounds appealing to you, Elio. Uh, yeah, I can do that. Tom. I like unlike you, I didn't really get to follow the Briscoes closely. Um, because we didn't get ROH, uh, we don't get ROH up here for a long time. But I can find his uh, theme or like some, some like a uh, catchphrase or whatever to add in there. Yeah, I I can I can send you his theme. It, it's really good. All right. So, yeah. Um. But uh, moving on, let's get into the weekend wrestling and have a and have a good fun show because I think the wrestling community in general needs to have a break and have a good and have a good time so we're gonna do our best to contribute to that all right so let's get into monday night rock ben what do you got oh very very dear you sound so enthusiastic yeah well look and the reason why i'm not is because this is um, you know, obviously Royal Rumble season. And to be honest with you, I was very much looking forward to um, Royal Rumble season under Triple H. And then we all kind of got distracted by, you know, the Vince McMahon landmine. And he decided to come in like a bull in a china shop. And that kind of 
distracted. I, I seriously hate this guy. Seriously. Um. We. Well, I'm. I'm not. I'm not too big of a fan of him right now myself. Uh. What. I, what I will say is just very quickly. Um. And I'm. I'm not defending him by any means. Trust me. If anybody thinks I'm defending Vince, just go back and listen to almost any episode of this show, and you'll get my opinion of of how Vince is handled this situation and other situations and creative over the years. Trust me. Uh, and Elio can attest for, for, for me. I am not the president of Vince McMahon's fan club to steal a line from JR and kind of redact it from the Kane line. But trust me, I am not the the, the president of the Vince McMahon fan club. Can you, can you attest to that, Elio? Yep. So, um, but what, what, I, what I will say is this. So, a few weeks ago, we read the back and forth emails between Vince and um, and the board of directors, and and my my parent, my mom is even you know well aware of the situation and what's going on here, and um, she obviously she doesn't watch WWE, isn't isn't really familiar with it to the degree that we are. But she, she she has kind of enjoyed playing devil's advocate with me. Your, uh, your, your mom is not a super fan. <laughs> because I've seen her like a lot of the posts on the page. <laughs> well, well she, she does that to support me. And she's, she's I know, wonderful. So I'd say she's, she's our super fan. And, and she, she's wonderful and I love her to death. But we've uh, we've had a lot of fun uh, playing devil's advocate and kind of playfully arguing over this Vince story, <laughs> and her uh, take on it because she's always been you know a big you know business lady uh, person prior to uh, retiring to help me uh, finish school back in the day. Um, but her thing is, regardless of how you feel about how how Vince has dealt with this. The, the the reality, the sad reality of it is it's his company and he can do what he wants and, and regardless of how much we bitch on our podcast or the or the community bitches, at the end of the day it is what it is. And and that's and that's very true. Um it's it's just it's uh, for for us as fans and I think I think our listeners will agree with us. It's it's very unfortunate to see how it's unfolding, because I'm not willing to go as far as to say I hate Vince. I I have a lot of issues with him, and I'm, I certainly have a lot of issues respecting him. And I don't, quite frankly. Um, and I think there's a lot of aspects to this that we've already covered that just speak volumes to me. Um, but um, but at the end of the, at the end of the day, us bitching about it isn't gonna isn't gonna change anything. Um, sadly, um, but but o- over overall, the 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 thing about it, folks, is. Vince is like the Trump of the wrestling world. It is it, it, it just that 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 is the the 
the comparison that my mom made and like that's like the perfect comparison like you don't you don't want to watch this shit but it's like a train wreck and it's like you can't look away that's exactly what she said um you, you know and, and it's and I I brought up to her some of the specifics and some of the some of the business things that were confusing me because I explained to her that she, he's like the eighty percent uh, sh- shareholder of the company and if he had all this power in the first place, how come he was able to leave and then and how come he left and then said he was giving bad advice and then like I said came back in like a bull in a china shop if. He, if he had so much power to begin with, why the fuck did he ever have like leave? That and 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 why the fuck was the board able to vote him out if if coming back in he was just able to magically make three people disappear? So a a lot of a lot of these things just um confuse me and um and it's like a it's like a bad soap opera and um you know, my mom likes to play likes to play the villain. Um, but as, uh, <laughs> it's as, awesome. As, as much as I as much as I would like to argue with her over over Vince, I can't because she doesn't really she doesn't really watch wrestling the way that we do. So if I if I talk to her about it from a product perspective, she doesn't get it, and, and her uh, her response is. It's his company. He can do what he wants, which is, which ultimately is true, and we just have to witness it, and it, it's it's physically agonizing. But getting back to um to Triple H and, and Monday Night Raw. No, before we do that, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the questions of the weekend, uh, the fantasy matches at the end of the show. Oh, okay, very good. And by the and, way, we we have um the the countdown. Here. Okay. Yeah, I see. It. We got about uh, yeah. nine minutes and change. I think I can get through Raw in nine minutes. It's not like I want to spend a lot of time with it. But it, right. it's like it's like I was saying with with Triple H and this Royal Rumble and WrestleMania build. I was really excited about it. Then we kind of got sidetracked. But but aside from all this Vince stuff, I got to be honest with you. I am disappointed as hell with this Royal Rumble build. I know well, hardly any names have been uh, announced. So, well, 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 only, only what we know. Well, there's names in there now, but that's my point. Like, like we there, there hasn't hardly been any bill on TV, nothing at all. Like, and and yes, are they getting smoked by Monday Night Football and the playoffs and all that stuff? Absolutely, but that's always been the case since Monday Night Raw has existed, they've always had to go head-to-head with NFL and the playoffs and all that stuff. So while all that is valid, I don't really pay attention to, to those uh, critics, to those um, rationalizations where there's, they're saying, well, they're just phoning it in until after the Super Bowl. Well, that, well, that means... That means that you're phoning it in until early February and then, and then we're... We only got two months to go till Mania, and then fuck the Rumble. Well, I, well, I don't, I don't subscribe to that, and and I hold Triple H to a higher standard because he's earned that expectation from me because he's done some awesome stuff. So 
uh, you know, a lot of people, myself included, were expecting something a lot better in terms of Royal Rumble build. And in all fairness, I don't think we're getting it. You know, we we said we said a lot of positive things about Triple H, and I don't think I don't think we're getting solid delivery in terms of a Royal Rumble pay per view. Monday should be interesting. Yeah, well, and that see, that's what I'm waiting for, honestly. So, real quick, let's let's knock out this raw review before before we get kicked off by the, the virtual producer. This will be a very quick review, believe me. Um, so the high the high point of high points on Raw was the confrontation between the Bloodline and Judgment Day. Mm-hmm. And my particular favorite part was um, was Jimmy Uso making fun of Dominic Mysterio. Wait, wait, it was funny how Don Dominic was acting like there's all like this tough guy. <laughs> trying try to tell the Usos about hard about the hard life in prison. <laughs> I thought it was absolutely <laughs> hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. And um, and then the, the next high point that I had was uh, let me see uh, was was Judgment Day versus Alpha Academy. That was that was really good. Okay. Um, I I'm not sure why Alpha Academy is getting pushed the way that they are, but but it's. it's I, I, I'm confused. Are they heels or? Faces because people were chewing for Otis. I well, I don't know. I, I your your guess is as good as mine because I don't I don't know. But either way, I'm enjoying the hell out of um, out of uh, Alpha Academy and 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 Judgment Day right now. So more power to them. And then um, my only other my only other high point was. Um, I I guess the 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 main event, although, you know, what is it with gauntlet matches lately? Remember a few years ago, and 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 like I said, this is a high point. Don't get me wrong. This I'll be, I don't think it was a gauntlet match. It was an elimination match. Well, well, whatever. Gauntlet, gauntlet elimination, whatever the hell. But, but what is it with these themed matches? Like, remember a few know, years right? ago, we got like the the triple threats, and then we got the fatal four ways and the fatal five ways, and the you know, yep. good lord, you know. But I guess they really need a, a match to kill a, a solid chunk of time, especially when you're when you're gonna have all these matches that go five minutes and three minutes and all this other crap. Speak. Speaking of that, Norm tried doing a good job breezing through this uh, raw review here. Um, it, it, this is marvelous. Um, we we should do more reviews like this when we're up against the clock. Low points, ladies and gentlemen. Um, let me let me sc- scroll back up to the top. Right, sorry, before you go on, uh, I basically had some of the some of the same I had the same high points, but I also added that Alexa Bianca brawl. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, this Bray Wyatt stuff's getting old. We really got we really gotta see him. Oh, but that no that but that brawl was uh, one of my high points, the Alexa Bianca brawl. Oh, I thought you said low points. Yes, oh. the actual 
the actual the actual brawl was very good, but I would give a low point to uh, Uncle Uncle Howdy only because I don't really understand where they're going with this. And that was a weird uh, placement to put him in. Like uh, they had that entrance like right there it, to the side. <laughs> yeah, that was that was very very strange. So um um low points were um. The return of Omas. Oh, yep, yep. That's that's how we know that Vince is back, ladies and gentlemen. That's how we know right there. Omas and, Eli- and Elias. Uh, I would even say Eo Sky versus Mi Chen. I, I just I I don't get it. No, nope. her name is Mia Yim. God damn it. Um, <laughs> right. Jeez. Yeah. Um. And you know, I we we've established that Bronson Reed is a monster. We don't need to we don't need to see him destroy Akira Tozawa like a fucking fly on a windshield to establish that. Or Tozawa. I'm sure he'll find a way into the rumble. Oh god. Can you imagine? And but see this is what pisses me off. This show was perfectly fucking Average as fuck, and then and then this reviewer says it's seven a, a seven out of ten. However, he gave me that number, but listen to listen to this explanation and tell tell me if his explanation matches this number, and then and then we'll go to commercial because it sounds like this guy agrees with us. Yet he gave it a seven. Check this out. So he says. Raw tonight was definitely a one-match episode, I agree, as there was really nothing that stood out as spectacular outside of it. Uh, Thankfully, it was a nice way to spend 20-plus minutes. Again, he's talking about the main event. I would assume that they didn't try as hard due to the NFL. Probably true, but once again, I don't want to hear that excuse. Uh, But I've always found that a tiresome way to book a show. I agree. Where do I sign that petition? Um, as you should always be striving to put on a solid show. Tonight's first hour dragged a bit and only just picked up steam during the second. Two squash matches didn't help. All in all, a middle-of-the-road show with a great main event. Why do you rank it a seven if your explanation is never? I have a question. I don't get it. I have a question. Go ahead. All right, so for you, what what is a seven in letters for over there? That's a C. Okay, so here a uh, seven is a B. Yeah, but I give I give it I give it a six to yeah. a, to a five to a five a five to six. I agree. It's a C average show. Yeah, how definitely. You, yeah, how can you give this show a B with an explanation like that? I don't know, but let's uh, let's mull that over in our brains while we go to commercial. All right, we are back, and we're going to get into NXT, and then, like Raw, NXT was just an average show. <laughs> Nothing really stood out on here. Well, you know, it's like I it's like I told Elio off air, folks. You know, any week that I don't have to watch NXT is a good is a good week because that show is physically painful to witness. Like really, the only uh, high point I have is Gallus versus Briggs and Jensen. Everything else, like Elba Fire, Saul Ruka was on low point. 
Thea Hale, Valentina Ferraz was uh, a high point because uh, I, I like Thea Hale. I just like her character. You know, you you've never seen any anyone with the character that she plays on TV. Oh yeah, the one who I who I um who who I said needed to take a Valium. Yeah, <laughs> that's her. And, and um um oh wait, you've never seen Evolve, have you? Or no, have you ever watched Evolve? I've I've seen a little bit of it, yes. Have you heard of the Bravado Brothers? No. So the Bravado Brothers, so there's Lancelot and Harlem. So Harlem is currently in NXT as Andre Chase. So he was part of Evolve. Oh, okay, cool. I'll send you a picture off air of who these guys are, because they were in Evolve. So I'm like, which surprised me that uh, I don't know. Oh, what the, I don't know what the I don't know what the the brothers doing, but it would have been cool to see them in uh, the BBE. So, but overall, uh, this whole show was just an average one. So that's all I have, and we're gonna. That was quick, and now we're gonna move on to AEW because I really have nothing more to add. Oh joy! Oh, and 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 what if you'll allow me to uh, get raw themed back uh, for a second? I just found something on Twitter as you were doing your um, as you were doing your review. Oh, um, what? The WWE has recently named their top five WWE raw moments of all time. Oh. Okay. <laughs> oh, good. Let's see what you think of this list. All right. Number number five, we have John Cena being drafted to Raw. Okay. In 2006. Is that where he was drafted to Raw, then drafted, then drafted back to Raw? No, that was when he was drafted to Raw the first time. Okay, yeah. Oh, okay, the first time. Wait, cause I, remember, I, I was thinking of uh, the one I saw recently where the night that he was drafted to Raw and not SmackDown, then back to Raw. No, th- this was the one where he was the WWE champion and just got drafted to Raw. Okay. Um, and then number four was The Rock's 2011 return prior to WrestleMania 27. Okay. Number three was uh, Seth Rollins turning on the shield. Okay. Which was like, what? That's a a top three of all time moment? I don't think so. Sorry. My bad. But I... Whatever. Two, Austin stuns McMahon. That should be be number one in my opinion. Oh my gosh, that's number two. It's number one. Mankind wait, 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 wait. Man- Mankind wins the WWE title. Oh, what? How is that number one? Yeah, yeah, that's just an asinine list. You know what? That should be the post for the week on Friday night. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use that list. I'm gonna see what the guys say. Very good. Well, consider it my gift to you. All right, thank you, sir. 
<laughs> so uh yeah i just i found that interesting i wanted to laugh at it for a minute of course i'm sure that i'm sure that one of the one of them will most likely see it before that and i run with it anyways exactly um so let's move on to uh high high and low points for dynamite shall we okay. um so uh, right before we get into this, folks, I'm just going to admit to you straight up. Yes, I watch this show. If I if I told you that I watch a show with more than one eye on it, I'd be lying to you because I just couldn't get into wrestling because something just felt completely off with, um, you know, in the immediate aftermath of of learning about Jay Briscoe's passing the previous evening. And in addition to that, um, I found out some very interesting inf- information that, that kind of uh, follows up with, with some stuff that we already knew regarding the Briscoes and uh, AEW um, and um, Warner Brothers um dislike of the Briscoes being on AEW television and why they were never on there in the first place. So so the reason why we didn't see a more um, prominent uh, tribute show to um, to Jay Briscoe was because the um, the network did not want the Briscoes on AEW TV at all even 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 after someone died um because of because of the comments that um that i can only assume that that because of the comments that um jay made that were um homophobic back in uh 2011 2012 i think but yeah it's just ridiculous so, so that that is why we didn't see a more prominent um, shout out to Jay, outside of the subtle tributes that some of the guys did, which were which were very cool for them to do. Um, but on on that subject, I'm not sure when it's going to be released, but after um, after Dynamite, a special um, ROH taping was uh, was done to pay tribute fully to, uh, Jay Briscoe, which was cool. So I, I, whenever that comes out, um, I definitely want to see that for sure. Um, now, now high points and low points folks, um, in terms of, in terms of dynamite, um, let me see. Uh, the young box versus top flight. I swear to God, if top, if this is what top flight can do, I pray that they can stay out of the trainer's room and stay in the ring because, holy shit, I really like these guys. That was um, that was that was that was a really good match, especially especially since it only lasted a shade over twelve minutes. But I didn't expect the top flight to win. That's 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 the surprise there. That yeah, cool. yeah. I mean, that's a real. Um, that was a real shocker to, to me as well, but I actually like it because you know yeah. the young bucks don't need the victory. 
Nope. You know, and and you know, this is a real career-making uh, victory for Top Flight. Yep. Which was a team that really needed some momentum because all of their momentum has been derailed by injuries in the past. Um. But yeah, absolutely, it was it was still a shock. And then uh, the next the next high point, the high point of the evening, bar none for me, was uh, Danielson versus Bandito. Yes. Holy Lord! <laughs> All right. <laughs> You want you want to see a professional wrestling match, folks? Good, you know, just watch this match, please. You see what people have said about Brian Danielson? That he looked at like RVD with his hair tied back, like that. Well, no, no, I didn't catch that, but I can kind of see that a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then um, Darby Allen versus Kushida was also pretty cool. Okay. Um, but low points. Um, let's get those out of the way. I I'm sorry. I I hate to do this to I hate to do this to you, Tony. It it's it, it's gonna be a it's it's gonna be a cardinal sin I'm about to commit right here on the PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast. Oh, wow. I have to I have to apologize to the wrestling gods above. I have to involve Tony Storm in a, in a professional wrestling low point. Well, I know, right? You know what? What What is going on? So all of a sudden, Tony Storm's right at heels. What? I, I don't know. It doesn't make, it makes no sense. The, the, well, the statement that they had a week or two ago with um, where, uh, where Soraya picked um, Tony Storm over, over Sheeta was just... That was bad. That was bad. So I didn't like that. That that was the that that was the catapult for their heel turn, and that was just weird. But yeah, um, you know, I um, yeah, Willow does have a contagious smile, and she's very pretty. I give her that, but I I I don't see it with her in the ring as of yet. I'm not saying she couldn't get there. I'm not trying to be an asshole, but. I don't know, and and if trust me, if they want to get her somewhere, put her in the ring with someone like Tony Storm. I get it, but it, it's just it's maybe an outrage, like she was different, but like uh, AEW, where she just uh, started uh, in AEW, so I guess we have to give it time. Yeah, well, it's funny because I because I I've seen her in in. Um, ROH a little bit, and I'm not seeing much um, much difference between her ROH presentation and her AEW presentation. Okay. But I'm still willing to give it time. Right. Um, and then uh, low point, uh, once again, hate to do it, but I, I, I just, I have to. Um, or- Orange Cassidy defending the um, the uh all, all uh, the championships. Yeah, I, what the fuck is this? You no, know, you know what? I hated this match. I wanted to give it a high point. I hated this match. I'm telling you why. Everything that was taking place on the outside took away from this match. But I hate Jeff Jarrett in this. Uh, like, I don't like. I don't like Jeff Jarrett in this company. Like, he doesn't need to be there. 
Well, if he wants to be in a backstage capacity and help people out, that's fine. Like, well, but like, he doesn't need to be on screen, like, in storylines. Uh, well, absolutely. And the fact that they have Jay Lethal in this thing, and I have to use the same logic I used with Tony Storm just a minute ago. The fact that Jay Lethal has to be involved in a professional wrestling low point on our podcast is a fucking problem. It's a fucking Houston-sized problem. <laughs> it needs to be reported from the moon, okay? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't like this shit at all. <laughs> oh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, and Sanjay Dutt, uh, okay, I, get, he, I, I can't stand him. He's doing, he's doing his job because I can't stand him. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Jay, no, I just didn't like this match because everything got on the outside took away from it. Sanjay Dutt's preventing Jared from jumping over the rail. Yeah, I, I, I agree. You know, it, it's just um, the only person that I want to see attempting to jump over a rail is Paul Heyman as he's as he's being held back by the Usos or Roman Reigns. <laughs> Nobody gives a fuck about Jeff Jarrett. No. I'm I'm sorry. You know, it's just no. But in Satnam's thing, what the fuck? <laughs> can we yeah. just can we just stop? <laughs> I beg of you. Even even Charlie's looking at me in agreement. He's like, yes, I agree. <laughs> hey Charlie, hello. You're interrupting my recording of the show. You're exposing me as a softie on my show. I'm supposed to be a tattooed badass. There you go, buddy. Good boy. Well, anywho, um, yes, I, I I needed Charlie to give me a break from this illogical bullshit involving Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. I'm I'm so sorry, Jay. I don't know why you're not in the world fucking title picture. Cause that's where I that's where I would have you. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, you 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 challenging for the All Atlantic Championship. I Orange Cassie with that stupid uh, backpack. Well, well, and you're absolutely right. And and I hate the way he carries it. We we talked about that. Yeah. Can someone explain to me the purpose of the All Atlantic Championship? Like I, you know, because I understand why it was introduced, but like since since its introduction, it has been used like dog shit on a shoe. (laughs) What? It's fucking useless, and it smells, and it's just what? 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 Okay, go ahead. (laughs) I don't understand it, but. Those are my high, highs and lows for... Um... That should be a t-shirt. <laughs> okay, um, I, I, no, I have the same, but I added one more. So okay. I have two more. Okay. When that gun club segment, Tony oh. Schiavone, did you, did you catch what Tony Schiavone said? Uh, no, I may have, but remind me. Uh, well, we can we 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 can tell how the how the fans feel about these two clowns. Why are you calling the gun club clowns? 
Well, because they are. That's how they're portrayed. No, but, no, but that's not Tony Schiavone's job. That's like him calling MJF an idiot. Why is he calling the talent names like that? When he shouldn't be... That's not even his job. His job is to be a commentator. Well, I, I think that's more of a Tony Khan problem. You know? I don't, I don't really see that as a uh, Tony Schiavone problem. No, I'm saying I just, I just hate when he does that. Like, because you shouldn't be uh, calling the, your talents and names on air. Like, that's not your job. Your job is to commentate. Well, well, JR did it all the time with Triple H. I mean, what's the difference between JR? That was WMF. Yeah, I I guess. I mean, I. I mean, I mean I'm, I'm, I'm so like, I'm just, I'm just so much funny. And it's stupid. Um, it's thing. Well, that that was always his shtick. He always did that. So, agree to dis- to disagree there. But you know, but my other, my other little point: Jake Hager and Ricky Starks. Thank you. They're wrestling over a fucking purple hat. A fucking hat. What? 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 That, that was what the match was. The match was over the hat. Jesus Christ! Yes, <laughs> it was just. Fucking shit! <laughs> Why? You I mean they, they, they actually had like basically like, this match is for the purple hat? No, well, no, they didn't have that. But I, but, but the whole promo that set this match up was over the fucking hat. Well, but you know what? Because I, I even said this on uh, on Friday. I'm like, you know what? You know, you know what I'm seeing. A purple hat on a pole match with Ricky Starks winning, and uh, we, we're never gonna have to see that purple hat again. I'd rather see the Judy Bagwell on a pole match. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't want to see that the first time. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all I have for half point, all points on AEW. Yeah, that's all I have too. All right, now we are going to move over to SmackDown, and again, like all the other shows, uh, this one I didn't really like too much because they focus more on tag team. Like the whole show is around the centered around tag team tournament. Well, and and but but I will I will tell you this: I'm not sure it was executed. Entirely well, but the fact that's that why that's why like one tag team after tag team after tag team that's like New Japan formula, right? But the fact that the I do like the fact that they focus the show on tag team titles. Yeah, I I do like that. I I just think I just think they needed to space it out just a little bit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like uh, that's like watching a new like I just said. It's like watching a New Japan. Uh, show where it's like eight man tag match, six man tag match, uh um regular tag team match. Exactly. And um you know so the high points were all the stuff surrounding um the the bloodline. And actually they um they made a switch to uh, um to the Raw thirty celebration on Monday. I don't know if you caught wind of that. Oh yeah, they're gonna do uh, the the trial of Sami Zayn. Yeah, so that could be the the beginning of the end for Sami Zayn. Oh boy. Okay, you know I'm curious to see. I'm curious to see what they do now. 
But yeah, and and the Kevin Owens contract signing that was good. And and in terms of the in terms of the tag team matches, I legitimately I legitimately enjoyed uh, Sheamus and Drew versus the Viking Raiders. Yep. Um, very classy move by WWE to have Michael Cole mention um, Jay Briscoe um, before the match got started. That was a nice touch. Yeah, and all and also. Oh, so sorry. They also mentioned it on NXT about Jay Briscoe. Well. Yes, yes, they did. Yeah. And um, and also shout out to tri- to Triple H as well for for um sending his condolences to Jay. Um, on tw- Twitter as well, because um, you know, all of a sudden it has become taboo for for people in one company to acknowledge people in other companies, and and you know the fact the fact that he he was like, hey, you know, we're so um, we're so sorry, you know, c- condolences to friends and family. It was it was it was a generic tweet, yes, but it was. It was very, it was very nice and very well intentioned of him to do that. And I, I, I thought that was a very classy move by Triple H. Um, be, because I, I personally have never seen that, um, respect given to a, to a current wrestler who wasn't in WWE at the time of their passing. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, other than, other than, um. Um, Brody Lee. Lee. Other than Brody Lee, that's the only one I can think of. Yeah. Um, and then um, the other, the other um, that was really the only high point I had because I wanted to I wanted to give a high point to um the brawling brutes and Imperium. But just something about it, I, I, I can't. Yeah, and also I gave low point to Hebron Los Osorios, and it was cool to see the Firefly Funhouse, but like the match before the LA Knight and Greg Jones. Okay. Who the fuck? I mean, you know, and is it, is it, I am convinced now that my friend Jeff may be right in this scenario. Now, now, honestly, Obviously, we're gonna have to see how the pitch black match unfolds at the Royal Rumble, and I do have an updated Royal Rumble card in front of me, so we'll go over that before um, the show goes off the air. And um, you know, on Tuesday we're gonna have our Royal Rumble prediction show, and then for the following Tuesday, I'm trying to get Ash for the um for the reaction show. So um, stay tuned for that. Um, so we got a lot of good stuff coming. Um, but, you know, it, it's just, I, 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 I don't, I don't understand exactly what they're doing with that. I, I, I really, mm-hmm. it's like a miss for me. Um, yeah. But moving, moving on, um, Speaking of a miss, Elio, can I ask you a question? Sure. Go ahead. Father Elio, sir. The, the Hold on. Of, Hold on. The holiest of holy spirits. 
<laughs> All right, there we go. Can someone please explain to me why the fuck we are still having to deal with Lacey Evans? I don't get it. Oh my, you know what? And did you catch uh, the one part in that vignette? Which part? And Which that's part in order. You can tell that uh, she's they, they they paired up with Sergeant Slaughter, who was yeah. who wasn't even a drill sergeant to begin with. I mean, this is this is it's that's exactly what this is. It's being called that from the get go, but that's exactly what this is. Lazy Evans is being presented as a female Sergeant Slaughter, and this, along with every other presentation that she's had, sucks. This is gonna be bad. I mean, you know what? The the whether the sassy Southern Belt that was bearable. It was I didn't like it. it was my favorite, but at least it was bearable. This the one they had her doing after that, where she came back is like. Uh, that one was terrible the way they presented it and yeah. now this one is going to be another one yeah i mean you know and, and i don't mean this as any disrespect toward toward the toward the person portraying the character mm-hmm. so this has nothing to do with with the the person behind lacey evans her yeah. name is her name is macy evans that's a real stretch they just switch one later one letter but um, but why, um, why could they just call her that? I mean, Lacey, just call her by her name. If why are you switching a letter out? <laughs> but but it's just um, yeah, you know. But it, it, if if she hasn't worked by now, I don't think she's going to. No, and um, it it's just it's just one of those things where. I'm literally surprised that with all the cuts that have gone on in WWE, that people like Lacey Evans and Dana Brooke and Aaliyah and people like that, and there are plenty of guys on the men's side, but we're talking about the women right now. Uh, That's why I'm listening to some women. That's right. I I have a Wikipedia open. I'm just looking up for her uh, quick facts. Yeah. So she has the same birthday as the Undertaker, March 24th. Oh, well, that's a that's a good person to share a birthday with. Yeah, so you see, you see, I, I was right. Why don't you call him Macy Evans? Because that was one of her ring names, Macy Evans. Well, that's because you and I are intelligent. <laughs> and you see, Built from Paris Island, South Carolina. Where was Sergeant Slaughter uh, built from? Paris Island, uh, South Carolina. Oh my god, was he? Yes. Holy fucking shit. But I mean it's it's just ridiculous. It's not good because Sergeant Slaughter was not drill Sergeant Slaughter. That was a character he was playing. Exactly. So I I don't I don't know, but it's not working. You know, but but you know what? As as much as I uh, as much as I don't like um, Charlotte Flair, um, the, the segments that she's had the last couple of weeks with Sonya Deville, 
And this is more talking about me liking Sonya Deville. Yeah. I just, you know, because it's like everything that, that, that Charlotte said against Lacey in this promo on Friday mm-hmm. is everything that the fans have said about Charlotte Flair. And I was laughing my ass off. Sorry, sorry, right. sorry, sorry, sorry. You said everything that Charlotte said about Lacey in the promo? No, everything that Charlotte said about Sonya Deville in, in the in the promo okay. that they had. Yeah. I applied to to uh Charlotte Flair. Which, which I mean I was laughing my ass off. Yeah, that that promo was uh not too good. Well, of course it wasn't. I mean, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's just, oh, my God. <laughs> all right, so is that uh, all we have for SmackDown? Uh, yeah, all I right. believe so. Um, You know what I think? I think we should go into commercial and then come back with all the fun stuff. All right, very good. All right, Ben, so before we get into the fun stuff, I have a couple of questions uh, that we uh, brought up on uh, Friday's show and as well as last week's. Very good. Including the fantasy matches. So, well, um, actually, uh, I believe you saw this one on uh, one of the other pages, uh, Gunther versus uh, Roman Reigns. Yeah, I did. And uh, who did you, who did you pick? Uh, Gunther. All right, Gunther. That was my pick, and uh, however, on my TikTok, I have the results right here in front of me, and it was Roman Reigns with sixty-one percent, and Gunther had thirty-nine percent. Okay. Well, that's even closer than I thought it would be. Right. Uh, so, uh, all right. Now, here are the questions we had from yesterday, from last night. Okay, here we go. The first one asks, who do you think will be a surprise entrant in the Royal Rumble? Um, God, that's, that's for, really... For both the men and the women. Well, um, let's see. Uh, men... I would like to see Edge. Okay. Um, Is he, when, would he really be a surprise, though? No, no, not really. But then again, who would really be a surprise? Well, I already have a name in mind. Who? Nick Aldis. That, that would be a shocker, yeah. Um... And he's 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 definitely got the time now, especially uh, especially with all that NWA bullshit that happened not too long ago. Um, right, do you have another one, or you move on to the women's? Let Let's move on to the women's. All right, go ahead. Um, and then. Uh, <laughs> I would say, I would say maybe J- maybe jazz. Oh, okay. Like that, I think that would be dope. Mine would be an iconic pick, Billy Kay. Oh fuck! Right. Iconic. Oh god. What? Uh, is that? 
I'll tell you what, if that line has to make a permanent return to the podcast, uh, she'll come out to the ring and carry her resumes, throw them out to the audience, and I'll be sitting there reading everything. (laughs) I'm sure you would. (laughs) All right. Complete complete with a magnifying glass, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, (laughs) All right. Next question. Who do you think should purchase the WWE? Um, well, cer- certainly you shit, not Saudi. Um, <laughs> I think if I think if anybody purchases it, it's going to be like ESPN okay. or somebody like that. All right. Um, I really, I have a hard time seeing Disney doing it. Yeah, um, then they then, know, it, then it won't be the WWE at all. Only because it really doesn't fit with the rest of Disney's content. Yeah, like at all. Um, you know, I think the Saudi would be a shit show. Pardon the pun. Yep. Um. Um. So I, I, I could really see ESPN, um, doing it. All right. So that's your answer, okay? All right. Yeah. Um, all right. So next up, we have next week's fantasy match, and it will be it will be Alexa Bliss versus Trish Stratus. Trish Stratus. Okay. All right. And uh, now that we have those ones out of the way, we're going to move on to last week's tournament. We had the greatest sports entertainers tournament. And it was, it was in the quarterfinals, Animal versus Steve McMichael and Hawk versus Hulk Hogan. Oh, Lord. I thought the finals would be Hawk versus Animal. However, I was wrong because Animal defeated C. McMichael while Hulk Hogan defeated Hawk. So the finals were at Road Warrior Animal versus Hulk Hogan, which did take place in uh, Japan in 1991. Yeah, that, um, I never saw that match, but I'm, I'm guessing that, that would have been an iconic situation. And Ben? With 67% of the votes, the greatest sports entertainer is Hulk Hogan. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I mean, you know, from like from a, a strictly historic perspective, like, I get it. Um, you know, he was he was announced for the uh, Raw 30 on Monday. Yep. Um, <laughs> let me tell you what, that got a frosty reception, to say the very least. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so now, now that that tune is over, I already have the next one set up. And you're going to like this. You're going to like all the names on this tournament, in this tournament. I'm sure I will. Now you, now you really have me paying attention, so you better not disappoint. So this one is going to be all tag teams. Let me just... Uh, let me just open up a new spreadsheet so I can take get, mark down all the names and the matches here. All right, so let me set the font here. 
Oh god, he's he, he's getting fancy, folks. Keep in mind it. I need to make it. I need to make the typing bigger so I can actually, because this one is way too small, even for me. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right. So. Do you, do you need your spectacles? No, trust me, it would be even too small for you to read. Well, well, well damn, that is small. small. Like okay. 10, uh, point 10. Sorry. God damn, all right. Yeah. All right, so here we go. We're going to have the matches right here live on the PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Okay, open up the random the randomizer, and here we go. The first match. We have... The Acclaimed. Okay, so far in the, in the first match, we have the acclaimed. Okay. All right, so they will be. F- you know what? I should change the seconds because the, the default is nine. I'm going to switch to three. Okay. So we were not sitting there waiting. All right, so who will the acclaimed be facing? Here we go. Oh, okay. The acclaim will be facing FTR. Well, we know who's been in that situation. <laughs> Good lord. Sorry, the acclaim is getting smoked. Good god. <laughs> right? Okay. Smoked like a Cuban cigar. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, so the acclaimed and FDR in the first match. All right. So next match, we have the New Day. All right, so I'm just going to delete FDR and the, and the acclaimed from the list. So, you know, get them twice. All right, so we have the New Day. It's the first team. And they will be facing, are you ready? They will be facing, they will be facing the outsiders. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on? The the New Day versus the outsiders? Well, the New Day is getting, getting destroyed. Sorry, New Day. Sorry. All right, so FTR is out. Um, the acclaimed New Day, the Outsiders are all out. All right. Next match up, we have the Lucha Brothers versus the Briscoes. The Briscoes. I love both those teams, but the, the Briscoes. And I'm not. I'm, I'm not just saying that because of Jay. That that will be a great match. Yeah. All right. So let me let me take out the Briscoes and um, Lucha Brothers. So Briscoes are gone and Lucha Brothers are gone. And here we go. Next one up. We have Edging Christian. And they will be facing. No, no, they can't be facing themselves. Stop. 
Unless they're the conquistadors. Stop! Oh, God. Okay, Asian Christian versus the Wild Samoans. Um, I gotta, I gotta give it to the Wild Samoans on that one. All right. So we're gonna edit any Wild Samoans. Asian Christian are out. All right. Next up, we have RK Bro. RK Bro, and who will they be facing? I don't know. You're the one with the randomizer. Take a look. RK Bro versus the Brain Busters. Um, oh, God. RK Bro versus Darn Anderson and Tully Blanchard. Oh. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> what? Uh, Tell get my heart string, why don't you? Um let's see. Um I'm gonna go with the brain busters. <laughs> Alright. I told you it was gonna be a great tournament. Yeah. Hey, here we go. Who's next? We have the New Age Outlaws. Alright. The New Age Outlaws versus. Oh, New Age Outlaws versus Young Bucks. Um, Young Bucks. Okay. Alright. Let's delete these ones now. New Age Outlaws are out. Young Bucks are out. All right, next up we have Street Profits versus who are the Street Profits going to face, Randomizer? It will be Street Profits versus Aussie Open. Oh, Lord. Um, Aussie Open. All right. Uh, okay. So, edit. Aussie opens, Street Profits. Okay, here we go. We have we have six more teams left in this tournament. Okay. It will be Booker T and Goldust. Sorry, Stevie Ray. <laughs> oh, before after we run through these, I'm gonna tell you the fantasy match that we have going. This week, because he likes blister stratus for the following week. Oh, cool. Oh, no, the, the fence match for this week, he likes blister are for next Friday, but I'll tell you who the one for this week is. All right, so Booker T and Goldust versus Steiner Brothers. Um, Steiner Brothers. All right, complete with Steiner math. Oh God! <laughs> or 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 um or Booker T um or, or Booker T math according to the Rock two plus two Thomas Jefferson sucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> we have the Usos. Oh, this should be interesting. Who will the Usos be facing? 
Oh, okay. We have the Usos versus the Dudley Boys. Usos, I think. Uh, you know, I know that might seem blasphemous for a guy that, that came from the Attitude Era, but honestly, Usos. <laughs> All right. So the Usos and Dudley Boys are out. That leaves the final match, Ben. I don't even have to go to the randomizer. I can tell you right now. In the final match here, it will be the Hardy Boys versus the Rock and Roll Express. Uh, Rock and Roll Express. So there we go. We have the matches set up. I'm going to set up the brackets uh, this weekend, post them up on my TikTok, and then I'll have the results uh, next Saturday. Because Tuesday will be too early. Cool. So there we go. Did, did, did I tell you this would be a great tournament? Yes, and and I think this is going to turn out to be one of my favorites. Right, I am so curious to see like who wins these matches for real. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right, so I don't know if you already saw this, but the matchup for this week is going to be the Street Profits versus Harlem Heat. Oh my God. <laughs> Holy shit! (laughs) I love. Oh my god! Happy, happy, happy Thursday. Um, excuse me, I'm marked out. Give me, give me a minute. Um, that just made me incredibly happy. Um, oh wow, I can't wait to see who's gonna get that that one according to the votes. Um. Good lord, that's that's a really uh, tough vote. Um, I'm gonna have to go with um with uh, Harlem Heat on that one. Well, I'll tell you, votes already started coming in on uh, my uh, TikTok poll. Yeah, and um, it's split. Well, the, you know what? That doesn't surprise me because with. If we're talking about a match with both of those teams in their prime, that is an honest-to-God toss-up for me. Like, I I don't know if I could pick a winner. And actually, uh, Stevie Ray commented on, on our post. Oh, did he? Yeah. What did he, say? what did he say? He said this would be a good match. This would be a great match. Well... Damn, I didn't. I didn't know Stevie Ray followed you guys. That's awesome. Well, he uh, he follows Tony, so um, Tony tagged him in the post and he commented on it. Oh, cool. Yeah. All right, so um, that is all for the tournament. Hey, Ben, I found some stuff for you on TikTok. Oh, jeez. Yeah, because we haven't done this in a while since our good friend Amber Jackson. <laughs> I found the top <laughs> ten themes. Well, I'm, I'm no disrespect to, to Amber Jackson. I'm sure she's a, 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 I'm sure she's a lovely person. We never, never met her. I don't have a bad word to say, but just in my professional wrestling opinion, those lists were, <laughs> you know. So, um, but but let's see what Elia has for me. All right, so here we go. This is um. Courtney Jane's top 10. Are you ready? I'm going to play the themes and then I'm going to tell you the number, the rankings, okay? Right. All right, here we go. 
So, um, first of all, before we go on, did you catch uh, Sasha Banks' comments on her New Japan appearance? No, I did not. Apparently, according to her, since she stepped foot in, in a New Japan ring, she put NJPW on the map. Oh, I'm, so, I'm sorry. Uh, Mercedes, <laughs> n- uh, no, no. <laughs> what the? Uh, what? Um, you know, and, and that's coming from a guy who has admitted numerous times that I'm not uber familiar with, um, you know, NJPW because uh, up until recently, you know, I just, I didn't have access to it. Um, but, um, but that is absolutely an absurd statement. I, I mean, and you, Elio, you can attest to this too in case we have any uh, new listeners uh, tuning in once this gets posted probably tomorrow. Um, but but I am a huge Sasha Banks supporter. Mm-hmm. Always have been. But that to me that is absolutely the most absurd statement I think I've ever heard. Her I make. know. I, well, I was like wow. I can't believe she said that. Wow. Alright so here we go with this list. Are you ready? Top 10, at number 10, Stephanie McMahon. Oh my God, no. Number nine, the Iconics. Holy shit. (laughs) Number eight, Lacey Evans. Wait a minute. (laughs) At number seven, the Bella Twins. At number six, Alexa Bliss. (laughs) Courtney, you're not allowed to appear on this podcast. <laughs> that gives you number five. Are you ready? No. <laughs> we have at number five, we have Carmella. Oh my god. At number four, we have Paige. Well, that's justifiable, but still. Here are your top three. And number three, we have AJ Lee. Oh my god. Number two, Sasha Banks. Okay, well, that's justifiable. Number one, Naomi. You put Naomi <laughs> above Sasha Banks? What? What in the fuck was she smoking? <laughs> I was like, what? This can't be. Uh, Courtney Chade, what are you doing? No wonder you wanted to put this list on the show. You wanted to see the veins pop out of my neck. <laughs> well, I figured we hadn't uh, had one of these lists. I'm like, I got a torture bed. I haven't done that in a while. So when I saw this, I'm like, I have to. Oh, God. Ladies and gentlemen, he has me staring at a very creepy picture of a puppet <laughs> on all night long, and he hasn't tortured me enough. He had to subject me to that. And he loves you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The next one I found, you're gonna find, you're gonna 
this is like a randomizer. The first one you're gonna pick will be your base wrestler, okay? You know yeah. the draw two seconds and stop. And then after that, you're gonna land on, you're gonna stop, you're gonna do the two seconds and it'll stop on in, on a, a random wrestler better than, better on the mic than the base wrestler that you have, all right? Oh God. So are you oh, ready? Oh, here we go. All right, two, two seconds to go. Sorry, sorry, let me try it again. Hold on. All right, go. Stop. All right. You have to pick a wrestler better on the mic than AJ Styles. Um Oh no, I'm gonna I'm gonna do the randomizer again. You know you know what to do. Are you ready? Yep. Go. Stop. No, what okay. Go again because your first the first uh, wrestler landed on is Bruno San Martino. He can't cut promos. Sorry. Okay, well at least you have something of standard. Uh okay, go. Alright, go. Stop. Alright. Hmm, the fiend. Bray Wyatt. We have very seldom heard the fiend talk, so I would have to disagree with that assessment, but okay. Alright, so your next one. Go. Stop. Harley Race. Ooh, that's a good one. Better on the mic than AJ Styles. Um I I I um to be honest with you, um and and, and this is just an age thing. Um I um I don't mean to violate any wrestling laws, but I haven't heard enough Harley Race promos to uh, you know what um, I haven't yeah, I haven't heard any you know Harley Race promos either because uh, when he, I was like nine years old when he was like big I was like seven eight nine when he was like champion yeah so just out of out of fairness I can't make a call on that all right so I I did uh, two seconds for you on the next one and it landed on Jake the Saint Roberts. Well, Jake the Snake Roberts is going to win almost any promo battle he gets in. Because, that, well, that's a, I mean, he's a master class in promos. I mean, Jake Roberts, holy fuck. Yeah, he's better than anyone you want to put before him. And the next one that landed on was Adam Bomb. That, no, no. Oh, Adam oh fuck off. promos. Adam Bomb is not... I don't. I don't give a fuck what this uh, randomizer says. No, that no. no. Not even the big show. Big show is not better than AJ on the mic. We we will we will not tolerate that level of blasphemy. No, I will not stand for the insolence. So Absol- we will, we, will, we will move on from that because up next we're gonna rank the champions, uh, WWE champions one to five. Okay, and that, ladies and gentlemen, I'm just going to tell you. Now, remember we did the top five Raw moments earlier on in the show? Well, that was a completely off-the-cuff thing that I happened to find. Now, if if this list is anything similar to that, 
You may hear me have a coronary live <laughs> on the air. <laughs> All right, Fez, I'll be back shortly while I uh, set this little stop. All right, Ben, you're going to do two seconds stop, and you're gonna, whoever lands on, you're going to rank them one to five, all right? Okay. And we can do this uh, before we go into commercial, and then we'll be back with all the, with, uh, the rest of it. Okay. So here we go. Go. Stop. John Cena. Okay. No, you have to rank one to five. Oh, oh! I thought we were we were gonna we were gonna select all the wrestlers and then rank them. Okay, um, I'll I'll put him at um at uh three for now. At three, all right, go. Stop. Randy Orton. Um, I'll put him at uh at um I'll put him at two for now. All right. And go. Stop. Edge. Um, I'll put him at five for now. All right, so we have Edge at five, Randy Orton at two, and John Cena at three. Okay. And go. Stop. Big show. Okay, well, uh, well... He he automatically goes to five. All right, so we have Big Show, Edge, Cena, and Orton. All that's left is number one. Are you ready? Yep. And go. Stop. Oh, hold on, hold on. Let me reset it. And go. Stop. No, it's not Big Show. No. Okay. And go. Stop. Why is on anyone big show? Ah, try it again. Stop. Undertaker. Oh, well, he's, he, I think he has to be at one if he's on the list. So here are your top five ranked champions. Undertaker, number one. No, sorry. Number five, big show. Number four, Edge. Number three, John Cena. Number two, Randy Orton. Number one, Undertaker. I'm cool with that. All right, so Benz, we will be back shortly while we go into commercial, and then uh, we will come back with Wrestling Roulette. Ben, I think we got everything out of the way, right? So we are set for Wrestling Roulette. That's all we have left. You got it, buddy. All right, so wait works. I played 21 tracks. My co-host has to guess which wrestler that theme belongs to, and I only played 10 seconds of each clip, so here we go. Are you ready for your first one? Yep. All right. Oh, hold on. I, I thought it was all set up. All right, let's try that again. Sorry, the volume went all the way down. Here we go. Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins, yes. So you are you are up to one. All right, here we go with your next one. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm just gonna make a guess for comedy's sake. Was that John Johnny Ace when he was the surfer skater boy? No, thank God. Okay, who was he, it? He wasn't cool enough to have a theme. I don't even know if he did, but no, that was the Headbangers. Oh, I'm sorry. They they were cool. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, here we go. Track three. Victoria? No, that is Gail Kemp. Oh, okay. All right, here we are, track four. Oh God, I, I know that theme. Fuck. Um Yeah. Let's see. Uh it's not Trish, it's not it's not Stacy. Um shit. Um fuck. Um pass. That is Ashley. Oh, okay. May she rest in peace, absolutely. All right, here we go with the next. Oh, okay, here we go with that. This is the first time we've had this on the show. Are you ready? Yes. I'm going to this wrong because he can't really get anything. Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt. I had to let you know what I gave you extra on that one because you couldn't get nothing from that intro. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. So that's twenty seconds because uh, yeah, like like his uh, new theme, you can't get anything from that intro. Yeah. All right, here we go in, in track number five, right? Uh. Yeah. Believe so we'll, we'll call it that. The Miz. The Miz. That is a horrible theme. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Uh, test. Test, yes. <clears throat> All right, you are track number seven. Generic theme number five. Good God. <laughs> no, um, that's theme number seven. But uh, yeah, it, it is generic. Um, Jesus Christ. Um, pass. I don't know. That is Luther Reigns. Oh well, no wonder. Who gives a shit? Although <laughs> <laughs> uh, Luther Reigns is a cooler name than Horseshoe. 
Well, very true. All right, we're on track eight. How generic. Is that Funaki? What? Is that Funaki? No. I'm going to kick myself when you say it, but I recognize that. That is, that is Paul London and Brian Kendrick. Oh, yep. That, okay, that makes perfect sense. All right. Here we go, track number nine. What? <laughs> when it's oh. when it's tracks like these that you've never heard before, you can just automatically pass if you don't. Yeah, I've never heard that before. Pass. Okay. Uh, that is Triple H, the game from the WWF aggression. It's the rap version of his theme. Uh, well, we're not gonna count that one because nobody has ever heard that shit. Well, no, yeah. All right. Wow. No, but you passed, so you didn't get nothing taken away. Oh, okay. Here we go. Track number 10. Are you ready? Yeah. Cody Rhodes, pre nightmare. Cody Rhodes. I like this thing, actually. Yeah, I did too. All right, check it out and here we go. My name is Finley, and I love to fight. Hornswoggle's daddy, Finley. You know what we need? We need yeah. a match with Finley versus Shavers. That, that would have been, now that's a fantasy match for their boy. <laughs> Right? You, should, you should book that on POV. I should. Next time they're stuck for we're stuck for a fantasy match, I'm gonna bring that one up. Yeah. Alright, here we go, track twelve. What is this? Generic video game create a wrestler? Um, you know, I just started playing WWE 2K22. I downloaded it on the um, on the system the other day. I got it for Christmas. It's a kick-ass game in comparison to some of the others, but Jesus Christ. Um, I have no idea. Pass. That is David Hart Smith. Okay. Alright, here are track 13. Is that Sable? No, that is Rocky Maivia. Oh, fuck. That's his uh, very first one. Okay. All right, track 14.
Kyrie Zane. Who? Kyrie Zane. I don't know. No, that is Damian Priest. Oh, I was going to say Damian Priest. Fuck. All right, here um, we go. Okay, okay. Track 15. The source of Michael Cole's nightmares, Heidenreich. Even Paul Heyman couldn't save Heidenreich. This was just bad. He was not a good wrestler at all. Well, no, and, and well, on top of being a bad wrestler, he was just a bad character all the way around. Yeah, that's why I said even Paul Heyman couldn't save him. All right, yeah. here we go. Ron Breaker. Ron Breaker. You always get that. Because <laughs> the sirens at the beginning give it away because it's similar to his dad. But it's an NXT theme. <laughs> uh, no, I get it. All right, here we go. Track 18 coming up. That is Heidenreich as well. That's his uh, 2003 theme. Oh, okay. All right, here we are, track 19. Are you ready? Yep. Shane should go back to this theme. Right? Yeah, he really should. Shane yes. All right, here we go. Track 20. Carrying Cross. Carrying Cross. All right, here we go. Last track, are you ready? Yep. All right. Sunny. Are we really going to end it with this one? I guess. <laughs> All right, yes, yeah, Sunny. Well, nobody wants her now, I can guarantee you that. Back in, back in 96, 98, yeah, but not now. All right, so you got 11 out of, uh, out of the 21 tracks. Well, that's not bad, especially how I've been sucking lately. <laughs> So they did pretty good. All right. Um, so that way to bring the show to a close. Yeah, especially since we're going to be back on uh, Tuesday night. Yes, and Tuesday night, I do have, I have the Royal Rumble wheel all set up with all 30 numbers in in there. And uh, we will draw your number for both men and women's uh, Rumble matches. And, and we're going to draw one for Ash, but you're going to have to uh, tell them what his numbers are. Well, okay. That, okay I, that, that we draw for him, okay? Very good. 
and that is for both rubble matches, uh, the men and the women's. Whoever okay, right, cool. enters at that number, that is your wrestler for that match. Oh, very good. All right, so that's it. Another week of the PC Progression Wrestling Podcast. We will be back on Tuesday with the Royal Rumble pre-show. I'm Elio. He's Ben. Ben, say goodnight to the fans. See you guys later. Thanks for hanging out with us. Welcome to